to, to get us back on track a little bit, I'm going to ask Casey, what are you drinking? Well, I am drinking, um, I believe, now I have to think. I believe it might be, it might be Amanda again today, I believe. Amanda. Can and... you tell when you, when you actually, when you actually, like what, what you're drinking? Um, like, it's uh... harder for me to tell when it's plain. Obviously, if there are different flavors, I know which one's in there. Um, yeah. Or I can, I can typically tell which types of herbs you know, I've mixed in because sometimes I just have my little custom mixes. Um, mm-hmm. But the ones I usually tell more so by the look, look and taste of the Jerba. So I, Taragui seems to be a little bit stronger for me. Um, have um, isn't isn't stronger, but it's like a little little greener kind of an kind of an earthier flavor instead of a smoky flavor. So yeah, but yeah. some of them, some of them are too close to really tell the difference. But then there's others that I that I can tell those distinctions. Okay. Sometimes I can tell yeah. by the cut, you know. I yeah, can, the cut well, is yeah. Like I can tell visually. that um, visually, yeah. But like I was over at my father-in-law's house, and he has a couple of uh, bags of mate that he's storing, and and he's taking them out of another bag and put them in a separate bag. And I looked at them and I can't tell what they are, yeah. but I can tell that one is more smoked and the other one was just by the look and the smell. That one has a lot more. Um, one looks like a, now if I were to guess, I think one is a Tarawi and the other one is a, is a Sara or a, mm. just because it's like, it's a lot lighter and you, like it's a lighter green, and and you can tell that there's no not very much smoke, and that's the way Sada is a little bit. Um, so again, but I don't know for certain. But that's interesting that depending, um, and I would have to say before our podcast, you know, I just always bought the same kind that I liked, and then I started. Well, I guess it's been a couple of years that I've been um, dabbling, especially with the with the Jerba Mata Underground too, because they, there's a lot of people that say, well, I like this brand and I like that brand. And so I even bought a brand recently that I've never heard of. Um, I, I'd never heard of it, but it's called Aguantadora. When I was well, Aguantadora? Like, huh, I've not heard Aguantadora. of this brand. Yeah. Aguantadora. Yeah. What would you translate that to? The, <laughs> so like, I know. I was like, I, I is that like long lasting? I, want, I guess I want so. That. Yeah, long last. It's kind of like, like, uh, like I would use that. I would use that description of somebody who, who can, who who is able to, who has a lot, a long patience. Oh. I would say, like, more, a very patient yeah, person. So it, I want that yeah, to like, put up like. With. Like long, with, like yeah. long suffering. <laughs> long suffering, yeah. Long like, suffering. Uh, how long can you yeah, put up like, with me? Uh, yeah. There is, there is an aguantadora uh, mate. It's a yellow and, and and red bag. Well, yellow, red, green. It's everything. But yeah, that's the aguantadora, and <laughs> that's why I looked at it and said, huh, <laughs> interesting, because yeah. it's a it's an Argentine brand. Um, mm-hmm. 
And it says it's an old, older brand. I think it just started coming out to the States. That's so weird. But with, with my, I love how on the front it says, it says it's gluten-free. So that's the reason why I bought it. Because <laughs> <laughs> the whole month is gluten-free. Yeah. It's yeah. just so funny. Yeah. This is a lot, of, a lot of them say, yeah. A lot of them say Sintuck, Sintuck, which uh, yeah. so it means without. Mm. Um, oh. And so I, I always, I always wonder about that. I'm like, of course it's GMO free. That doesn't make any sense. I, so. I would love. Sorry, <laughs> slightly off topic again, but I would love. It just got my mind kind of thinking about this bucket list trip, of. I would really like to know, um, like go to go to the roots of of mate, like because I know the the plants themselves, just like any plant, have to have evolved slightly over time um, with different you know different um, traits and things, or you know maybe maybe the type of mate plant. Because you think about like mints, or you think about. Um, berries like there's variations of all of those and so it'd be interesting oh, so to see like you're thinking about versus domesticated uh, varieties or, right like what, or yeah. or like how did it how mm-hmm. like how did yeah, they and maybe how did they harvest or how did they breed the different varieties because I think about just gardening too like I've I've had yeah. these lettuce seeds that I planted. 10 years ago and every year I keep those seeds and I replant them and I've noticed that over the years those same lettuce plants every year do a little bit better in my garden and they're a little bit uh, more cold hardy where they'll get snowed on and they'll stay well and I and I I've noticed the traits kind of evolve over the last decade of you know they just the the plant that I'm planting even though doesn't really look like the original seed that I planted that first year anymore you know yeah 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 you know care about how you know the uh the jesuit domesticate the plant right like they were the first to actually right domesticate. but i'm sure that like in the original which you know what amazon joe it's it's i think there's a mis- misconception that jerbomata is from the Amazon? No, it's close. It's like it's the jungle that's below in in the um, in the area, that Paraguayan area, and mm-hmm. I'm trying to along the Rio Paraná. And so I wonder if you could go there and learn about like variety in plant, and maybe there's one that's like sturdy enough to eat up north and try to plant here, <laughs> right? Like. Yeah, no, it would be yeah. it would be super cool. I, probably like in a yeah. greenhouse that you can do. But if you, I I know that there's a there is since it's a it's a holly plant. Well, there sure. there is yeah, a, holly, like a holly. Yeah, the there is a holly plant that grows all along um, the southern part of the United States called Yupon, and Yupon was drank by the the Indians as well, the Native Americans here, but they called it black tea. And yeah. it was um, it was actually a type of ipecac that they would use when people were sick. Um, they brewed it really strong to get that way, but it is a, a derivative. It's part of that same um, that same genus, I guess. 
I know. So, Yerumata is Elix. And so, like, Elix, yeah. I mean, like, there's a. And I think Yusa is one of another one that is, that is also caffeinated. That's another. It might be. A, I can't remember. Uh, but yeah, and I there might like maybe Mormon teas and Elix. Maybe that we we ought to do like a it's, whole podcast on just like botany of mate or something. <laughs> uh, makes I, I looked it up the Yupon <laughs> tea and it's called Elix vomitaria. <laughs> that sounds <Yeah>. terrible. <laughs> it sounds absolutely <laughs> awful. Yupon tea. Oh boy. So yeah, I just know like that, no, something. Oh, no, Mormon, Mormon, Mormon tea, tea is, Mormon tea or Brigham's, Brigham's tea. tea. It's that ephedra. Um, yeah, it's ephedra not a. Plant. That's not an. That's not an elix. You're right. That's ephedra nevadensis. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Which is quickly isn't looking. that what the American Indians also? Um. Yeah, they didn't call it Mormon. The American tea, they Indians called it tea. <laughs> they know. just called it yeah. tea, but. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it has yeah. it has more more medicinal properties than like a daily drink of tea. So, right, it's, oh, I got it's it. probably not okay. not something that you want to just consume whenever and whenever you know. But right, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So yeah, I like that idea, Casey, of of one day exploring the different. Yeah, I know. Like that's that's one of my favorite things when I'm out. Right. Yeah. Because when I'm and and just tasting it fresh right from the plant would be awesome too. I mean, when I'm out backpacking and stuff, like one of my favorite things is to find different mint plants because there's hundreds and hundreds of different variations of mint, and they all like that you all identify them the same way with the square stems and but every time you smell one, it's just slightly different, and so you know, some are sweeter, some are more menthol, some are more, um, you know, so it'd be cool to just see, like, are there, how many variations of mate plants are there? And is, you know, is that what makes these flavors distinct? Or is it the smoking process? Or it would be kind of fun. But if we start growing our own mate in our homes, then it's going to look even worse to people when we carry around (laughs) our little bombija (laughs) And then tell people, they're like, what are you drinking? Oh, it's herbal. I grew it myself. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, so, you know, it, but I, I have a colleague who, uh, a, a colleague and friend who uh, just got back. Uh, and, you know, Ethiopia is like the, you know, Ethiopia is not just like the origins of humankind, but it's also the origin of coffee, like coffee was originated there mm-hmm. and it's in hear her take on how coffee is uh coffee is used in ethiopia so they they actually buy their beans green and roast them at home and that has to be roasted they have their beans like in the old traditional style over um, over coals and a fire um, um and so she actually brought me like home roasted green, you know, roasted in her childhood home in Ethiopia. And she, but, you know, so, but I guess what I'm getting at is like, you know, we, it would be also to go there 
grab, you know, get some of these fresh leaves and try roasting it, try roasting the leaves like in the old style, right? Like, uh, like the, how they did in, in uh, how the natives, uh, the native Guarani did in ancient times, like wrote, not wrote, they don't roast they don't roast the leaves directly. What they do is they, I mean, they call it roasting, but what it is is able to just do that from scratch, right? Like to, to take green leaves, smoke it, and then put it in your mate um, in tradition. Um, um, I don't think anyone I, I can't. Matt, I can't. Uh, seeing that in action, uh, you know, you, you you always get mate. And the ceremony is just making it right, like after it's already. But just like going to the source and and doing the, you know, well, the aging process, you wouldn't really have time for right. A year or three or five to age the product, but maybe we could do it in the old yeah. The uh, Brazilian uh, it's still green, and then trying it, it'd be it'd be interesting. And even cutting it, like maybe there's like maybe like the, the style of cutting the mate, right? Like with your with with the uh, I don't know. <laughs> it, anyway, it'd be pretty well. Cool. I don't know. And where try it out? <laughs> and where it's in where it's an evergreen plant, it's also like you know what is there a certain time of year that g gives you different different tastes you know um you know when when would you harvest the leaves and you know and it's it's just super fascinating to know like and and how would they rotate it like do they harvest the leaves and then off of one set of acreage and then they have to wait a few years before they can harvest again or is it you know quick like it'd be really cool to know all that stuff yeah and yeah and that would be awesome just to go visit just to be able to see just to see what they how they do it all, you know, their manufacturing, everything. I mean, we drink it all the time. We've been drinking it for years. We know how to prepare it all sorts of different ways. And just being able to see how it comes to to us in a sense. And I know that we've just we've done that a little bit because we started seeing that there's there's better ways um and better production now for Jebramate. And that has come out to light that there was some bad pro ways that it was being produced um and now there's there's better ways that it's being produced and it's more uh um um what's that called the it's better on the environment the way that they're they're doing it now and, and better wages more more sustainable working. more that's the word i was looking for more sustainable um which is which is the way that we need to, to do everything is to watch and see, to make sure it's more sustainable. I'm always interested. Um, there was a time back that I tried to do, yeah. uh, try to buy a tree and bring it to, to my house. I was, I was looking for a long time and I thought that would be so cool to just be able to grow this here. And, but then I realized real quick that one, you can keep it short, but to get enough leaves, to to create mate and how much did I drink mate? Or I'm gonna have I would have to have multiple trees in my house because it gets too cold. 
and that's just not going to work. So you'd have to have a greenhouse yeah. or something. You know what else? And, and you can find this online. This is something you can find online is like videos of the gourds. Uh, but I think it'd be cool to go even further and like how these gourds are or even grown, you know, because they're it's like they're gourds that are plants that that you then cut and oh. a gourd that's usable. So, um, yeah, I th I know that they grow here. I know that I've seen them grow, um, in Utah, even in the colder climates. And I th and I um, the gourd that that's so, used, yeah, it's a it's a squash, but it's like a but it's got that double end, right? Where it has the small piece and the larger piece, and I know that yeah. usually the we use the smaller piece, but the but the Uruguayans and the and the um, Brazilians yeah, they like the the bigger the, end. You're talking about like a, a squash with, I guess I'm gonna call them like the two bowl, two yeah. bulbs. Like there's a smaller bulb and then there's a larger bulb, and you can either use exactly. you can use the larger bulb and create like a cool. Brazilian style, or you use a smaller bulb and create like a, a smaller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. I don't know what those are called either. <laughs> but it's in... Yeah, it is. It's very interesting, yeah. and that would be really neat. Like a video. I love the different kinds. Every time I, that's my my wife constantly tells me, "Are you sure you need another mate?" I'm like, "Yeah, I think I do." <laughs> I do need another one because I don't have one that <laughs> that that has that. I saw one that had a that had like little insignias for soccer players and volleyball players and like stamps in the leather. Oh. It's like, oh my gosh, I want it all. But I'm yeah. I feel I the same I've, way I've about shared... backpacks. Yeah, <laughs> backpacks. Oh my god. <laughs> Yep. Um, but you don't, you don't, you don't actually use all of them, right? Like I bought, I, I think, for like I bought that really fancy one, and I don't even use. It, <laughs> it just sits there. Yeah. I have, I have like three, I have three separate fancy gourds, and I still use my old gourd that I love. <laughs> Why? Because yes. it, because the fancy ones are too. The the one that I'm thinking of is an imperial, and it's too big. It's just like it's too big for me. It's too big. For me. Yeah. I don't drink well, that much. At a time. And, and sometimes it's for for me. Part of the reason why I don't buy them is because I I don't have the best luck. I, I know I know my habits, and I know like and Ryan knows this too because I drink almost exclusively out of stainless steel ones. Um, re more, more recently because the and I have other ones, but I've cracked them, and they start yeah. to leak because you know, with kids and everything going on, I'll, I'll drink some. And then I end up with water and letting it sit on the counter. And, you know, 15 minutes later, it's still steeping. And, and then, you know, I, I break them. And so Ryan's gotten after me a couple of times at his house. He's like, Hey, don't leave it like that. I'm like, Oh shoot. Yes. I forgot. <laughs> yeah. So because it's a wooden one. <laughs> right. Or, right. or it's a different book. But it's also you don't want them to break like the really pretty ones. And, and it's funny because um, just from my outdoor 
um, my outdoor gear, I have a lot of knives and I've, I've, you know, I, I wouldn't say I'm like a huge collector of knives, but I've, you know, I've found some at thrift stores or at like yard sales, just these really pretty uh, looking knives, but I, but I don't use any of them because they're just really pretty. And so, you know, <laughs> the, I, I, the knife that I bought as my everyday use one, or when I'm backpacking is a very, very like utilitarian one. It's just like rubber handle, just kind of a stainless steel blade and it's a really nice knife that's expensive but it doesn't look like it's a really nice expensive knife you know and it's because if I had a real you know it's like buying a new truck and then taking it off-road and you just don't want to do that so I'd rather have I'd rather have something that didn't look as as good or as old pretty truck. you'd rather have an old truck well I have to worry about yeah, yeah, it's a it's a catch I, it's a catch twenty two there, and it's like you know so that's that's why I always carry around the same knife, and then my my nice knives that are still really good quality and have wooden handles and are super pretty. I don't want to scuff them up, so they just never get used. <laughs> yeah, uh, what was our topic true. again? I've done the same thing with my. About today? <laughs> <laughs> well, we we were going we were, we were going to talk about some mental health and how we use um, yerba mate to help us with um with some yeah some of those things like the meditation and um and it just depends on the person uh today i was i was drinking mate uh earlier today and um i was sharing with a couple of people but because the house was very chaotic there was multiple times i'm like where did that mate go and so I pick it up, like no one's drinking it. So I just sat down, started drinking myself just by myself. They're like, hey, weren't you going to give me one? I said, I have no idea where the circle is anymore. Everyone's moved. I'm not going <laughs> to chase you. If you want Mata, come sit down and, and we'll sit down in a circle and we'll talk. But otherwise, I'm not going to go chase you into room after room after room trying to find people who want mate. So I ended up drinking most of it myself. You, you don't want to be the, it was... the helicopter cebador? <laughs> no, exactly. Exactly. And I was like, uh, nope, if we're gonna, if we're gonna drink mate, we're gonna drink it right here. But it was nice. We went to a basketball game earlier today. And I took my mate with me. And of course, got all the stairs, but shared it with uh, Casey's wife, who's been visiting. And so her and I just sat past the mate gourd back and forth um, while we watched the game. And that was that was good. And uh, it, Candace, she said, um, oh, I'm sorry. I'll let it steep for a little bit longer and then sip it because I sip it so fast. <laughs> I said, but no, that's the way you're supposed to do it, Candy. <laughs> you don't need to because she's used to drinking it with you, Casey. Yeah. Where, well, the, but and, I have the and you know, full, full mate gourd. And that's that's different on hers because typically she uh, she drinks it and burns her mouth sometimes, and so that's the real reason why I let it steep for a second because when you're using a wooden gourd, you want to drink it right away, but when it's a a, a double wall insulated one, if you just pour the piping hot water in there and then start chugging, sometimes you burn yourself. Yeah, and and that was the other part. When she handed it back to me after letting it, I'm like, "Oh, the gourd is hot. <laughs> it burns me. <laughs> not yeah, not it's burning my hand, not my mouth. It's burning my hand. Yeah. The gourd. 
Because they are gorgeous. Well, yeah, the oh, gorgeous. Yeah. And it's because she let it sit in the water. Was she was letting it sit the hot water in the gourd for a lot for a lot longer uh, to let it steep longer. Okay. And so the gourd got hot on the outside. When huh. usually when you're you're drinking, you just sip it quickly. So yeah, um, but that was a that was enjoyable. And I think that's where where mate is gets uh, is is good for you because you can slow down. You do have to slow down your your life to drink mate. You can't you can't just run around. And I feel like that's the difference between um, and and I'm not gonna. I guess I shouldn't say this, but when I see coffee drinkers, usually it's always very fast paced. They're walking around with their coffee sipping it as they walk around and go places yeah i know I think, i'm certain I think the uh coffee drinkers that they kind of sit down and just drink it and takes a minute yeah but i think it, like the starbucks the, the starbucks experience for some people is like yeah is to go into it and buy it and then you know it's 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 kind of sad you know that that's the ritual that you you know they don't know <laughs> coffee they 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 actually buy it um every every day and they yeah you know and i, and I get it it's still a ritual but it but like there's uh something a little bit more grounding you know for my yeah and, and i sorry i was gonna say that it seems like and and you know i don't i don't drink wine or anything but but i've i've seen some people like when when they do drink wine like in the evening or something like that you know they may pour a small amount and then they savor it and they sit and they kind of have a little bit of that grounding as well obviously with yeah yeah potentially different motivations yeah. at the same time but, I, but that's that's what i equate it with a little bit more of it's it's you know it's something that it's it's ritualistic but the the actual ritual is kind of the art you know you get enjoyment from the mate itself and then, you know, the other half of that is that, you know, it slows down the the nature of what it is with the straw and being hot, you know, you sip at it and you have to be a little bit more um, methodical and a little bit more in tune with what's going yeah. on. So it's, and, it's nice. And I, I felt the same way with, um, with teas. I drink a lot of herbal teas and I will drink an herbal tea at night before bed usually. Um because I can't have the mate before bed. So, but going back to I hear a little health, kid. Yeah. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he came, he came knocking on my door. Oh, that's cute. That's cute. I, you know, the reason why I was thinking of Yerba Mate and mental health today was just because um, I sometimes think that, um, you know, I was reading about uh, I was reading about some health issues of of some athletes earlier today uh, that are headed to the Olympics, and and it just that um, that the existence is revolved around their athleticism and their you know their abilities yeah. to perform right, and then but there's there's not when when they don't have that or something then all of a sudden 
it's like their world shatters and they don't have anything else. And Casey had point Casey had brought up that he does a lot of, uh, you know, backpacking and climbing and sports, uh, uh, mm-hmm. all for his mental health, but he also listed Mate. And I just thought, you know what? And then afterwards, when you're old and gray and can't do any of those other things, or if you get hurt one day and you can't do those other things, you'll still have Mate and you'll be able to use it to reminisce and remember the good old, it actually kind of got me thinking the gauchos of old, right? Like, you know, because they a lot of time alone and lonely and maybe even hurt sometimes. And a lot of the time, all they had was their own mate as their company. Uh, and I just, I, I started to think about like, you've got this inanimate object that becomes your companion and you need it almost like a friend for your own mental health and it grounds back you know it roots you to your memories and that sort of thing so it just got me thinking about that wondering if wondering it uh just openly i was just wondering like uh for these olympians for these athletes like that like that i wonder if I wonder if they need something like mate or their own version of a tradition that so uh, that helps them helps them remember the good times. That, I just say yeah. I think there's a I think there's a, a room for using yerba mate for mental health. You know, you could talk about the brain health benefits and and the actual compounds that. And, and other things in it that that uh, do things to your brain and stimulate it, and, and I think there is evidence of you know coffee and uh, and uh, and teas and stuff that have. But I just think that there there's also the social component, like just having this thing that that you carry along with you as a companion that that uh, goes with you wherever you are, and, and you kind of like treat it almost like as a friend and stuff. Uh, in a way, it's in a way, it's like the the safety blanket of a little kid, right? But for for your entire <laughs> for <an> life, <laughs> for your adult, yeah. for an entire life. Yeah. Um, if if you so, I, well, I'll try. I I'd want to talk a little bit about it because I think it's a couple of things that you've said, and this hits home to me uh, specifically because. Uh, I made a very good friend. Him and I are like 20 years apart in age. But we both have mate. And and we drink mate together every once in a while. But when our friendship really kind of solidified is that we were both EMTs. And mm-hmm. we were both on an EMT run that that ended really badly. Um it was a it was a very hard one. It was one of his first EMT calls that he'd been on, and especially the the worst one that he'd been on. And um, it, I've been an EMT for a couple of years already, but it was one of the worst that I've been on. And oh, so he and I got there first and started doing the work that we needed to do, and then um, and then the paramedics showed up and we helped them get it all taken care of but it was 
very long. There were it was probably a few hours long of of this call that we took. And afterward, I just I said, Hey, let's go um why don't you come over tonight and drink some mate with me? And we stayed up till midnight drinking mate. So it was probably eight o'clock that that we um in the evening that we started drinking mate and then we just continued talking. We talked about life, we talked about this call, we talked about what we did good and what we could have done better. And after talking about all of this, it really helped us get a lot of that feelings out of then so that we could, you know, move on. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, our patient later, we found out later that ended up passing away and nothing that we could do about it at the time. Um, But Mm -hmm. uh, ended up passing away in the hospital a few days later. But we but because of us being able to talk about it, and I think about a lot of other people that are in the same industry, whether they're firefighters, um, EMTs, or, or policemen, that tend to mask a lot of that. We, we talk about mental health, and a lot of people mask it by going to alcohol. And they have seen study after study that that's one of the worst ways to mask. Now, it's better if they go and get, get a drink with a friend that they can talk to. And then also talk about it with with a um, with a therapist or or somebody that that deals with crisis like that, and that helps out a lot of people. But when it comes to um, others that like us that don't drink alcohol, um, we we turned to mate and it worked out so well for the both of us, and it solidified our relationship. So we talk about stuff like that all the time over mate and it helped it has certainly helped get through some hard times because you get to talk about it you get to take that time and say okay let's let's get it all out in the open let's talk about everything that we need to talk about now and not hold it in and and let it fester and explode later so it worked out really well for for me and it continues to to do that for me, um, DM firefighter. Yeah, there's a, there's an important element there, and that's the social component, right? Like, uh, you know, there's there is a lot of there's actually a lot of literature social drinking versus David versus drinking alone. Can you hear me? I I can hear you, David. Oh, okay. I was just so I was just talking component is like essential there right like so you know in the in the case of there's definitely a difference between social just drinking that actually might be beneficial whereas drinking alone could be a, a very and we lost ryan you can still hear me casey <laughs> yep i can yeah. i think he may try and pop back on okay great yeah so i just got back too okay oh, sweet yeah, so we were just talking about the social component, and, and mate has that, right? Like, like the there's there's also a difference of drinking mate by yourself, which cool, right? Like as as drinking by yourself would be, but if you but add the social component, and it can uh, drinking with drinking mate with a friend, and actually sharing with a friend, and then and it and it's actually 
you know, maybe there's, there's something to that, right? Like there's something to, uh, you know, similar to in Japan when they, when you drink tea, right? Like, and, and a tea ceremony. And, and uh, I think there's, you know, over history for different cultures, there's always like, there, there's always like a social component to tea drinking or some kind of a drinking, right? Like uh, that's, that makes it, terrible right like makes life a little mm-hmm. bit more <laughs> yeah to deal with yeah well you know and there's certain you know you you think about like um you know peace pipes and um and just like this ritualistic thing that that people kind of do in, in different cultures and it's burning incense it's some, yeah burning incense or um, you know, you, you might, you might see even a group of coworkers who, you know, just go out for their break and then they pass a cigarette around. It's like, it's a, it's a type of, it's a, it's something that everybody craves. Right. And, and Mate is, is a, you, you can find a better way. You can find a good way to do it. Right? Like, uh, yeah, that's, that's important. Right. Um, and then I, I would talk a little bit to the, the personal side of it too, in that, um, you know, there, there's a lot of things that people do, like with with meditation or with with breath work or different things like that. And that's that's really kind of what Mate does does for me because, you know, I'm I'm with with the um, the busyness of of having four kids and you know my wife and I both work and we're just kind of all over the place a lot of the time. One of the things that we look forward to with each other is to, you know, drink mate in the evenings or, um, but then also it's something that, that I love to just wake up early when, when everyone's still asleep and drink mate while I'm eating or while I'm kind of prepping my day. And it's, it's one of those things that kind of, that kind of grounds me in that sense. And then I also see that even in the middle of, a work day, you know, when you're going from back to back meetings and you're kind of the stress of the day starts to hit you. And then you kind of sit and you take five minutes to pour a few mates and, and take a sip. And it has that, has that reset type of effect where you can kind of, you know, I think someone who, you know, might pop out to their car and sit and, and, you know, do some deep breathing for a few minutes to kind of compose themselves again. Mm-hmm. I feel like mate does that for me. Yeah, maybe it kind of takes the edge off, rounds out your day. Um, you know, just imagine just waking up and then working and then home and then going right to sleep, right? Like, uh, but sometimes days like that where you feel like, oh, I just woke up, worked all day, and then went right to bed afterwards. But that that little bit of time that you take for yourself makes it better where you can fight you know i i feel better go to sleep and you know what uh good day but it was it was because i i got to drink mate and i got mm-hmm. to talk with my buddy or something like it's it's helpful weekends are the these weekends are the best when we get to talk because i i like to i like to think you know what i got to i got to talk with my brothers today i got to uh drink mate oh, yeah. with them and it's great well, and I've I've used it um, for my own work. I work from home, and there's a lot of things around the house that need to be done as well as my work. 
And so there are some times where uh, I need a little bit of extra focus. And so there are two times when I drink my mate. Um, and I'm not always a creature of habit, but I try to uh, to be more habitual because I know that that helps me. But the two times are mainly right in the morning. Um, I drink mate while I'm planning my day. So I'm planning my day and trying to organize, uh, you know, my most important tasks versus stuff that I can maybe hold off on. And then I work on those most important. But as the day goes by, I get calls and emails and things and I start losing that focus. And so right about two is when I start another mate and I get fresh mate and I get fresh water and I go back and I go back to my list and say, okay, right now, what do I need to do to, to feel like I, I have been most productive throughout this day. And so it just, I use that time to say, and you have to, because the mate, I want to stay at my desk. I want to stay at my computer. I don't want to move around because then I'm away from my mate. But, yeah. <laughs> and so I want to <laughs> stay there. And so that helps me to say, okay, I'm going to stay here. I'm going to throw on some music. Um, recently got a really cool um, Spotify uh, list of music from a friend of mine in Argentina that, that, that got me hooked on some, some new bands. Yeah. And yeah, I loved it. And it was great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Las Pastillas del Abuelo. Del Abuelo. That's, yeah, that's great. Yeah, those guys <laughs> are great. That's, Las Pastillas del Abuelo. Those, are, those guys are pretty good. Um, but anyway, yeah. so I started listening to that, and I, and I started getting to work. And I was like, okay, this is how I refocus. It's very easy to say, man, oh, this day is shot now because this guy called, and I had to do this, and I had to do that. And now my, my list is my my priorities are all out the window but i i use mate to kind of refocus on the work that I, at hand that i need to do and i've also noticed that it also it helps me um well last weekend i needed to work on a um on a bathroom the bathroom sink wasn't working and so i had to uh remove some stuff and and take some stuff out it had a leak so I needed to change some things on it. And I said, okay, let me get my mate ready. And that, and, and that just kind of gave me the, the okay, I'm, I'm ready to do this now. So I had some mate. And then as I went and grabbed different tools, I'd pour myself a mate, think about, you know, where I needed to make this cut and then drink some and then I'd go, go to it. And I don't know, it just helps, helps give me that motivation to do something that I feel in my mind is hard and it feels yeah. easier when I'm drinking mate and doing it. So I'm, I'm going to add in, you know, I know it's, we're coming up on the hour here, but uh, I wanted to bring up one thing. Um, is sometimes it's and um, right. Like I, at five o'clock I get done with work every day and I call Nona and I kind of drink mate with her while we're on the phone, right? Like she's on, she's at, for it's at for her time. It's around three o'clock, and my time is about five o'clock. And and uh, I love that. Like it also rounds out my day. Or you know, it, it's to drink mate with Nona and see how she's doing. Uh, um, and I also yeah. I also drink mate with Patricia 
uh, at home, you know, and sometimes, you know, sometimes we're disconnected all day long and then we haven't really had time to really connect except for to eat dinner. But even during dinner, I'm just like really hungry. And so I'm just eating um, and checking, you know, checking my emails, checking stuff. And I can't really pay attention to her. I don't pay attention to her. And, and uh, but when we're drinking mat together, it's almost like we're, we have to, right? Like you have to pay attention. It's rude yeah. to drink mate and not pay attention to the other persons. That's a, it's a different, so I think it's helpful that way. Thing that not only is good for your own mental health, but it can also, by having it as a ceremonial ritual with somebody else, it can also be good for somebody else. That's a good point. That's a good point. Sometimes yeah. you need to make a mate for somebody else, which is true. I, I feel like I do that all the time, uh, especially for my wife. Um, yeah. Um, you know, she's, she's, getting mate for her is is kind of ritual for me too that I'm getting it for her doing something right. for her getting her ready for her day just as much yeah well and I think that 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 connection yeah I mean the person who's passing the mate around there's kind of a mutual respect there but you know when you're with your your spouse or a friend you know even though it's 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 just a a very you know small small act of service if you to to pass it around and it just kind of you know puts you both yeah. in the right mindset to you know be just be present with each other so yeah very understandable well i think that uh, that we've covered the topics really well especially with a few of the different things um mental health as well as the stuff that we like to drink and the ways we like to drink mate. So I appreciate you guys and in, in taking your time out of your busy day. Cause it was, it was, are we going to, is it now? Are we going to do it now? I can go now. Can you? And it was, <laughs> and it will work out well. Yeah. Um, well, we can wrap this up. You know, I know uh, Casey's probably anxious to go climbing and uh, so I'll just, I'll just, if anybody is out there that uh, wants to share mate, mental health, you can probably just reach out to either of us and uh, we'd be happy to to uh, yeah. sit, drink mate, and, and talk. So Drink mate over Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Have a good day, guys. Uh, gracias y gracias. Talk to you later.